how to be awesome at losing. This topic is fascinating to me because losing sucks. You want to win. You don't want to lose. But I've learned there's so much more to it. And owning your losses is so unbelievably liberating. Today, we're talking about losing and how to shift your mindset so you don't think of it as winning and losing, but more like winning and learning. I think losing is so important for us and for our kids too. And the growth that can come from it is huge. Losing makes you want to work harder and get better. Looking back, some of my best growth has come as a direct result from a big fail. I used to hide my losses, like with all that I had. But now I expose my own losses because if I'm putting it out there, there's nothing anyone else can say about it. Today, we're shifting our mindset around the idea of losing. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Losing is not a fun topic to talk about, but I've reached a point to where I embrace losing so much that I have a nickname for it. I call it my L's, my losses. And I'm the first person to call out my own losses because you know what? If you own it and you're honest about it and you're upfront about it, there's nothing anybody else can say about it. You've already put it all out there. What else? Move on. So let me first start with a story about a big L for me total loss. My company, Million Dollar Tan, manufactures and sells sunless tanning products for use at home. So we are in national retailers online and in stores all across the country. I personally oversee all of the major national accounts, of course, but I had two full-time team members who did the day-to-day of it. So they are getting all of the orders, all the new orders that come through and the reports, and they're doing all the logistics and all of the organizing. I travel around to do education events with the staff. And if they have special events going on, I'll go in store and I'll apply sunless tanners to customers and I'll get in there and I'll do it. But realistically, most of this happens when we have a new account, right? You have all the horsepower and all the excitement when it's a new relationship. You're so excited to be in the store. You say yes to everything and you are in the store quite literally building the sales. But like anything, after you've been with the retailer for a while, you see the sales are steady. You have repeat customers coming in, buying things multiple times. They're referring friends. And then you have the sales from people just walking by and seeing the product on the shelf and grabbing it. It feels like the locations have enough momentum on their own sometimes. So you aren't saying yes to every event like you were at the beginning. And you're not doing a training when it's inconvenient just because it's good. Like I put in a ton of effort at the beginning. It's good. I can say yes to half the things and our numbers will still be strong. Okay, so here comes the big loss. One afternoon, I get on a conference call with the lead buyer in the beauty segment for one of these major retailers. And two other girls from my team are on the call too. In our morning meeting that morning, I was talking with my team about all the different holiday promotions we were gonna present to them and how much we thought they were gonna love them and all the different things we saw happening in the next year. We were like ready to go. So we get on the call and right from the beginning, she hits us hard. She's like, the numbers are good, they're not great. Do you think these numbers are good enough? 
And instantly I'm like, oh shit, this call is not going to be like at all like what I thought it was going to be. We are not talking about adding new products and end caps and displays and signage and gift packs with our products. This call is her telling us that we are losing. She told us she thought we should pull back our in-store presence and just be offered online, which felt like the biggest loss ever. I got too comfortable. I thought our good sales were good enough and I wasn't taking the time to step back and look at the whole picture. Shelf space is real estate. And if you are not constantly increasing your numbers in most locations, you're out. And this day, that's exactly what she was telling us. We got off the call and I had to take a minute to process what just happened. I sent the other two girls that were on the call a text and I said, hey, please don't say anything to the team yet. I'm still processing this new information. I knew, I knew that I did not do everything I could to make the sales what they needed to be. I was busy, I got comfortable, I figured my team in the office had it handled, but at the end of the day, it all falls on me. I don't blame other people because the buck stops here, right? But I was so embarrassed about the loss. Even though we were in lots of big retailers and this was just one of them, we worked really hard to get into this one. And at one point, our sales were amazing and like nationwide. It was just such a big blow all the way around. And my first thought was, I just don't want anyone to know about this. I could have prevented this loss. It was my fault and it was a total hit for the company. Now, this was about two, three years ago. And while I could still maybe make the same mistake that I made back then today, not doing enough to keep the sales growing, just because I'm so busy and we have so many new projects, it's really hard to keep everything going at a level 10 and keep everything successful with great sales numbers. But I could have made that mistake. But what I know for certain is that I would do differently now is I would have reacted differently and I would have looked at the entire experience differently. Now I own my own losses. My girls in the office probably said at least a little something to the other team members in the office anyways. And by me not acknowledging it and owning it and using it as fuel to support our other retailers better, it made it a bigger thing. And I'm sure it made for some juicy office gossip at some point. Now, even though I'm still defeated by the loss, I literally look at everything as a lesson. You either win or you learn. I don't sit and feel sorry for myself and stew over the loss and I just, I flip it and I think about it like, okay, that was a loss. I'm owning my loss and what did I learn? I'm so against the quote, everyone gets a trophy, sporting environments for kids because I feel like it just creates a fake environment. We have to set our kids up to win and to lose. If everyone's a winner, then we become a soft culture. Losing is good for you sometimes. It makes you work harder. And it's not doing our kids any favors later when they think that they were great at something because they got a 10th place trophy and realize it's not true. They fall even harder. We all fail. We all know this. But it's the way that you react to your failures and what you do about them, the lessons you learn and the ways you make yourself better because of it the ways you try harder in similar situations next time, the way you own it and embrace it and accept it instead of being embarrassed and trying to cover it all up. Another reason why I've come to accept my losses is because I am all about being in the arena. You might've heard me talk about this before because I'm obsessed with the concept of put yourself out there, put yourself 
in the arena, whatever it is. Maybe you try a Spartan race or you start a new entrepreneurial project or you try a new way of healthy cooking for yourself or your family or you write a book or start a podcast or create a product or try a new method of parenting with your kids or you learn a new language or how to play an instrument, compete in a fitness competition or start an Etsy business, whatever it is. I just think it's so important to put yourself out there and try. Another time I had a substantial business loss and I walked into a room where a few people in the office were talking about my loss, like right there in front of me. And I was super calm and cool. And I said, everything you're saying is totally valid. But let me tell you what, I lost, that's on me, but I could have won. And you have to put yourself out there and try and put yourself in the arena to even have a fighting chance at winning. In this case, you're right. It didn't work out for me. I lost, but... What are you guys doing to put yourself out there? Yeah, you're not gonna lose because you're not trying anything. Not in a judgmental way at all. Zero judgment, just in an honest way. I said, you guys are being very brutally honest about my loss, which I will 100% accept. And you're right. But on the flip side of that, it's easier to sit and judge my loss than it is to take a risk and put yourself out there and risk losing. And you know what? They got it. They agreed. And I think I gave them a little bit of a different perspective. Rather than point at someone and sort of rag on their loss, think, well, shoot, they gave it a try, which is so much more than so many people can say. So I challenge you, when you lose at something, part of the mental process should be, but I tried and I put myself out there and I could have won. And next time I'm going to win. Sometimes you can't always dictate the result. You can control your effort. You can control your work ethic and you can keep trying. I've become very honest with myself. Sometimes I'm gonna win, sometimes I'm gonna lose, but I'm never gonna quit. I'm always just gonna keep trying. I'm not gonna sit and obsess over the loss anymore. I'm gonna analyze it and take the lesson with me and move on. And if I hear people talking about my loss, I'm not gonna get heated or angry or upset. I'm gonna be honest about it. I'm gonna own my loss and I'm gonna remind them that I'm putting myself in the arena and I'm gonna move on and I'm gonna tell them to do the same thing. Because listen, where attention goes, energy flows and I don't wanna give a ton of attention to a loss when I could be giving a ton of attention to a new product or a new challenge and giving all my energy and effort towards that because the loss has already happened. I can't change it anyway, so... The best thing you can do is learn the lesson, write it down if you need to, and promise yourself you'll remember this lesson and use it to win next time. The thing about losses that I always used to do is I used to carry it on my back. So when I was considering trying something new, I would remind myself, like subconsciously almost, that I failed at something similar before. And here's the thing, you're never going to get in the ring If you already told yourself you're gonna lose before the fight even started, why would you do that? Even if you get knocked out, you're never done until your last day. Part of this whole being good at losing thing is don't carry that baggage with you. It affects the narrative in your own head so much. Like so many of you, 
I make so many decisions in a day in business and in life. And especially now that my life is so busy raising three little kids at the same time and running my current business and starting new project and podcasts, I definitely make more mistakes than I used to because I'm simply juggling more things. But when new decisions come up, I don't do what I used to do, which is doubt myself. I would think back at times when I lost, when I could have won and think, well, if I lost then, maybe I'm not capable at winning at this. Because of this thinking, sometimes I would pass on opportunities or not take chances on things that weren't even that risky. I was letting these past losses affect me so much that I almost lost confidence in my own self to do new things and accept new challenges. But now I learn the lesson, I write it down, I own it, and I don't let it affect my confidence. I don't take it on my back with me like baggage. I'm honest with myself about it. I'm not delusional in any way. I just don't let it determine my capabilities towards the next challenge. Having a healthy relationship with losing has changed my thinking in so many different ways. If you're approaching your losses in the same way that I used to, I really hope you take some of these tips to heart and try it out. Remember, oftentimes if you're losing, you're trying, you're putting yourself out there and you're taking risks and experiencing losses makes the wins that much better. Cheers to you, my friends. Cheers to your wins and cheers to your losses because they both make us more awesome. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.